0: Welcome to the Christ Be Glorified Ministries audio podcast. We welcome you to come and join us as we explore the Word of God to open up new levels of glory for every believer to come in closer to the Father. Join Apostle Calvin as he shares the Word of God as the Lord Jesus has revealed it unto him to share with the body of Christ. Calvin Brown of Christ Be Glorified Ministries. And welcome to another broadcast centered around the kingdom of God. Amen. We try to bring you the kingdom of God perspective so that you can reign and rule in life with one Christ Jesus. That's what we're called to do, that he's the king of kings. He's the Lord of lords. So he's the king over kings. He's the Lord over lords. Amen. So there's a place For us, if we can acknowledge the Lord, you can't reign by yourself. You cannot reign outside of the Lord. But if you can get the perspective that Jesus is Lord and give him that place in fullness in your life, you will truly reign with the Lord. Amen. The the Bible says that God's grace is sufficient. You know, that Jesus told Paul, amen, when he was buffeted by that demon. Amen. That my grace is sufficient for thee. Amen. And the Bible says that God is able to make all grace abound toward us, that we always, having all sufficiency in all things, may have an abundance for every good work. Amen. And so that promise is usually claimed financially because it does that's what it deals with. But that grace is sufficient. Amen. For every for every good work. In, in other words, it is the grace of God which is real. It is the power of God which is real, which is employed in our lives. Amen. That works. Grace works. Power, the power of God works, amen. To get the answer. Amen. And so you have to understand how to work with the Lord. <laughs> amen, to walk together and agree with the Lord, amen, to enter into his his rest, amen, to allow God to be God, to allow God to be God, amen, and so the wisdom of the kingdom of God teaches that we allow Jesus to be Lord, we, mankind, we allow Jesus to be Lord, those that are saved allow Jesus to be Lord, to save them, amen. And then the people of God, we allow Jesus to be Lord in our life. Jesus is the word, amen. It's the lordship of the word that takes precedent, amen. The ability to save, the ability to heal, the ability to deliver, the ability to prosper, amen. The word being effectual, is allowing Jesus to be manifested as Lord. And so we, we allow Jesus to be Lord, amen. Though he is Lord of all, the effectiveness of his Lordship lies with the people who need him to be Lord, amen. In Ephesians chapter three, verse 20. Amen. We we see this, or we get a glimpse of this. Ephesians chapter 3 and verse 20. Now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think, according to the power that works in us. Amen. And so the Lord is able to do exceedingly, not just above, not just exceedingly above, but exceedingly abundantly above all that we are able to ask or think. In other words, our asking in our thinking is not in proportion to the greatness of the ability that God is able to do. God can always do exceeding abundantly above all that we are able to ask or think. Amen. So it is in accordance to our ability to allow or not allow Jesus to be Lord. Amen. So Jesus is Lord with radiance and glory. He's able to come into a situation. Amen. To totally take over a situation that the glory of God would be there. There would be no doubt that Jesus is Lord in this situation. Amen. The release of glory. Amen. That people rejoice. Amen. When a person is healed, people rejoice. But when a person receives of the miraculous power of God, for instance, uh, uh, cancer, a tumor being disintegrated, that they're being Gotten rid of in a glorious fashion, Amen. There, there is more glory there, so to speak, Amen. There, there, there is more energy, more power, more anointing that is seen that Jesus is being lowered, Amen. That an alcoholic, a drug addict, someone you know whose marriage is is over with, you know, they they hate each other, amen, the, the degree of the glory, amen, the greatness of the glory to allow Jesus to be Lord, amen, you have to allow it because in your mere thinking and your more, your mere asking, you won't go to that level, amen, the level that God wants you to go to, you, you're not willing to allow Jesus to be Lord in that, the greatness of that sense, so to speak, amen, to be greatly seen as Lord in an in a, in impossible situation, in impossible situations, amen. And so there is a gap many times between people's receiving amen, and the greatness of the lordship of Jesus, amen. They can believe God for a little bit, you know, we would receive prayer requests and people said to pray for the Lord, to guide the doctor's hands so that the surgery would be a successful surgery, amen, and that we could not join in because of what God has laid upon us. The Lord says, I've called you to bring the kingdom of God. Now there's two kingdoms, (laughs) quickly, just a quick teaching, the kingdom of God, which is an extension of the kingdom of heaven. The glory of heaven comes into this earth realm. The wisdom of heaven, the glory of heaven and the presence of the Lord from heaven comes into this earth realm to manifest that Jesus is Lord, even in this earth realm, but you cannot embrace the kingdom of the world. That was the second kingdom. So the kingdom of God, which is an extension of the kingdom of heaven and the kingdom of this world, which operates by the spirit of the world, which is a course, which is a flow, but actually it is, it's the devil and that course in that flow, life tends to life, death tends to death. The law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. Amen. There's a way of God which tends to righteousness, peace, and joy. Amen. It tends to life. The expression would be righteousness, what God intended from the beginning. Peace and peace with the Lord, not striving against the Lord in any sort of circumstance and situation. The honor of Jesus. So God will honor Jesus. So God honors Jesus by giving him a ministry, amen, to work with the church to manifest that God has worked and Jesus has worked. So the more you honor Jesus by allowing him to be completely lower, not teetering around the edges, but the Bible says faith is the substance of things hopeful, the evidence of things not seen. So faith is substance, faith is real. It's not anything to play around with, amen, that you should not lose your life, but you should gain life. And so you have to come into the knowledge, which is of the Lord, so that you can trust him with everything in your life. If you call it life, amen, your life, Your life comes from the Lord, amen. So it is in accordance to our ability to allow or not allow, amen. And so there's certain things that we're supposed to allow, but our minds and our hearts are not ready to allow certain things because we are filled with the knowledge of the world, amen. And so that we have honored the knowledge of the world, that the knowledge of the world Is the greatest knowledge, this is falsely now, we say that the knowledge of the world is the greatest knowledge to bring results, effectual results. And so that mindset, amen, puts you on a course which is away from the course of the Holy Spirit. So the Holy Spirit is likened unto fire and electricity and water that's a course that's a that's a flow you have to catch the flow amen many times it's is like this you are sparked or you are inspired by the word of God amen it catches a hold of you and you catch that flow amen and you go with that flow amen against the course which is of the world, the knowledge, which is of the world. Amen. That's why many people that love the Lord intensely, amen, that they isolate themselves from people. They isolate themselves from people who pull on them to get out of the course of God, the current, the flow of God, which which is by the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Holy Spirit is like the wind. He blows where he wills. Amen. And so you're gonna to have to give some things to God if you want to get results. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not to your own understanding. Amen. In all thy ways, acknowledge him, and he will direct your path. Amen. And so the wind blows where it wills. The Holy Spirit flows. He does it how he wants to. (laughs) As the Holy Spirit wills, amen. But it will be in accordance to the word. In accordance to the word. You put your faith in the word of God. Amen. And so there is a greater that God wants to introduce his people unto. Amen. I do not believe that, that demonstration, amen, through my daughter earlier, amen, before the start of the broadcast. I do not believe it was an accident because let me tell you, thing. I had another message prepared, but the Lord woke me up this morning and gave me this message. And I said, yes, sir. Yes, Lord. Why, why should I trudge along trying to do a message that I think is of the Lord? amen, Then to receive the message that I know that the Lord has given me for this, for this time, amen. I deal with the time that the church is in this time. Now it is high time to awake out of darkness and to put on the armor of light, the urgency of the time, as we prepare to continue in eternity. Eternity starts down here, continues continues in heaven, amen. And so let me let me get, get along, go farther, amen with what the Lord showed me. Ephesians chapter one Verse nineteen. And what is the exceeding greatness of his power to us who believe according to the working of his mighty power? Amen. The King James says the operation, the operation of his mighty power. I like both of them. How God operates. Amen. He operates by power. His power is exceeding great power. The Bible says the effectual Working of his power, Paul says, Toward me, amen. The effectual working it works of his of his power, the operation of God, (laughs) amen. By the operation which is of the Lord. So the exceeding greatness of his power to us who believe according to the working of his mighty power. So this is what I'm trying to see. I'm trying to show you that God's power works and it is mighty. And it is effectual, but it is dependent upon us. Amen. The greatness of his power to us who believe according to the working of his power. According to the working of his power. We are believing. Amen. God's power is great. I said sometimes there's a gap. Amen. Between what God wants to do and what we allow him to do. Amen. Little power. Medium power, Amen. Turn to thou, Amen. Mighty power, great power, Amen. What they allow him, the Bible says Jesus could do no mighty works in his hometown, Amen, because of their unbelief and that they were offended by him. They say, "Isn't this Jesus, the son of Joseph, the carpenter, who we know his sisters and brethren we know?" Amen. And so there was, he could do no mighty work save that he lay his hands upon a few sick folk. (laughs) Amen. In other words, you know, people say, I got a pain here, I got a headache or whatever, um, you know, and that they could believe for that. Yet the Bible says that the power of God was available to the scribes and the Pharisees and yet they did not receive. Amen. The power of God was present. You look up the scripture yourself. The Bible says that the power of God was present to heal. Amen. What a shame that the power of God was present. Amen. But even the people that operated in faith, a little bit of faith, they only got little results. <laughs> Amen. We did not see tumors coming out. We did not see uh, limbs growing. Amen. Where there were no limbs. We did not see withered hands being stretched forth and becoming um, new. Amen. We did not see that le- leprous, leprosy being cleansed of a people. Blind eyes see, deaf ears, aye, 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 aye. <laughs> and deaf Holy Ghost, the Lord speaking to me. <laughs> Holy Ghost. Woo! Hallelujah! Blind eyes open. The Lord says, I want that. <laughs> Deaf ears opened. Holy Ghost, God says, I want that. <laughs> Holy Ghost. That the autistic. Amen. Being delivered. The Lord says, I want that. Alzheimer. Amen. Being delivered healed and delivered and as here the Lord says to to the extension of life that the Lord wants to remove Alzheimer's amen and then to extend the people's life with quality of life I'm getting a vision of the Lord as I stand up here and preach amen I see things pass before me Holy Ghost <laughs> Woo! Hallelujah, I see meetings. I see meetings. I see the blind, the wizard, the hulk, the lame. Yes, Lord, I see that. Yes, I want that. Hallelujah, hallelujah. The Lord wants to give that. It's in accordance to what we allow. Amen. So, we not only allow Jesus to be Lord, but to the degree of him being Lord. Amen. Matthew chapter 16. Matthew chapter 16 and verse 19. You you need to be in agreement with heaven. You need the authority of heaven on your side the power of heaven. Now, I've spoken over and over again about the spirit of rebellion. The spirit of rebellion is to resist the word of God. Amen, those who resist the word. Amen. The, the Bible talks about how that those in the wilderness hardened their hearts against the Lord. God was he was angry with that generation. Because that they refused to go into the promised land. So you see that theme. They, they resisted the Lord. Somebody says that I'm one of the best Christians that there is. Well, do you refuse to allow the Lord to be Lord? You, you, you understand going to the promised land, you, you got to take out some giants. And so the Lord has to be with you. Amen. The Lord in the midst of you. Amen. And so you have to allow the Lord to be Lord, to allow God to do his pleasure, amen, to allow the Lord to do what he wants to do, his good good pleasure, amen. Matthew chapter 16, verse 19, and I will give you the keys to the kingdom of heaven. Whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven, amen. So I say this. Some people are more proficient in binding than loosing. <laughs> Bind is to not allow. Loose is to allow. Amen. Some people are more proficient. Amen. And not allowing. Because heaven will back up whatever you don't allow. And some people are called to loose. Amen. And whatever you allow, heaven will allow. So you have to find out what does God want? We pray the prayer. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And so the keys to the kingdom and binding and loosing come into play to allow the righteousness of heaven to be seen in this earth, the peace of heaven to be seen in this earth, and the joy of heaven to be seen in this earth. The Bible says that the angels even rejoice in one soul being saved. There's rejoicing in heaven, amen. When that one sheep, amen, is restored, there is great rejoicing, amen, from the Lord. There's great rejoicing in heaven, amen. And so joy is a part of the kingdom of God, amen. Righteousness. Peace and joy. Some people don't allow joy, <laughs> man. Some people do not allow shouting, shouts, shouts, shouts of joy. Woo! Some people even have a problem with joy, inexpressible and full of glory. Amen. The demonstration of someone that heaven has a hold of is estranged in this earth realm to the customs of this earth realm. So the Lord says, it's all in accordance to what spirit you're of and what kingdom you're of. Amen. You try to stop the expression of heaven. You are under the spirit of this world. The the, the Bible says the kingdoms are opposite. You you check the word. The Bible says that they were grieved. Now, we usually speak of grieving is grieving the Holy Spirit. But what if you grieve the devil? The Bible says that they were grieved, that the apostles taught in the name of Jesus, the resurrection from the dead. Oh, that grief. Oh, (laughs) don't do that anymore. I'm going to beat you. (laughs) <laughs> amen. The kingdoms are opposite. You test yourself, what spirit you are. Oh, amen. God will take you to extremes. Amen. As the dial turns, okay, I'll I'll accept it. I will allow that. Turn it up a little bit. Wait, 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 wait. I don't know about that. Turn that dial up a little bit more. Of the extremity of God, as heaven expresses itself. Oh, holy God. I will not have that. You're out of order. (laughs) And yet heaven brings divine order. (laughs) The Holy Spirit brings divine order. What's the fruit? What's working? Is God working? Amen. Do you know? (laughs) Can you discern? Amen. Have you spent time with the Lord? Have you spent time with the Holy Spirit to discern what is of the Lord? Amen. So the Lord wants to do so much more than what we allow. He has pent up power. And I'm just using the word that the Lord gave me. He has pent up power available to us if we could understand his working or his operation. Amen. Colossians chapter two. The book of Colossians chapter two. And verse 12, Colossians chapter 2. And verse 12. That we are buried with him in baptism in which you also were raised with him through faith in the working or the operation of God who raised him from the dead. Amen. So, you were raised with him in baptism. So the way to understand the operation of God or the working of God by his mighty power is to understand how much power was released. All power necessary for the church was released when God raised Jesus from the dead. Amen. A revelation of the power that is needed. The Bible says, whosoever shall send to this mountain, be thou removed and cast into the sea, shall not doubt in his heart, but believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass, shall have whatsoever he saith, whosoever shall say unto the mountain. What is the mountain? A kingdom, which is in opposition to the Lord, which was here when you were born. The mountain was here when you was born. And so people told you that's what it's supposed to be. And so the Lord says, I want you to deal with some things that were here generationally before you were born. Whosoever shall sail to this mountain, this kingdom, be thou removed, cast into the sea, shall not doubt in his heart. So God is with you to remove mountains. Amen. And so this is Mark 11 23, 24, 22 through 24, talking about faith, talking about the faith of God. And so we see a thing. Have faith in God, which is the God kind of faith, which is. God's faith, have God's faith. And <laughs> the Bible says, amen, that we live the life that we live in the flesh. We live by the faith of the Son of God. Amen. That's so, uh, The glimpse into the effectual working, things producing results. Okay. So it's God's faith. Amen. It is Jesus's ministry, the Bible says it clearly, that it is his calling, his inheritance, and his ministry. Wait a minute, I thought it was my ministry. No, it's <laughs> Jesus' ministry, power of God, executed by the, by the Holy Spirit. Jesus is God that doeth the works, amen. So if we're gonna do the works, It's by the power of the Holy Spirit. The Lord has sent the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit cast out devils. Amen. You allow the Holy Spirit to cast out devils. (laughs) Amen. You allow the word of God to be preached. Don't prepare your own message. (laughs) Wait upon the Lord so that Jesus can speak to the church, to his church. Amen. It is God's power, God's message. Amen. It is, it is the, 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 the Lord's operation, the Lord working. Amen. The Lord's church. Amen. You can go down the list. You can keep adding to that list. It is the Lord's. It is the Lord's. The more you get a revelation that it is the Lord, then you see your job is to allow. Why? You're in this earth realm. Whatever you bind is bound. Whatever you loose is loosed. Amen. You must have a vision, a heavenly vision. Amen. And you must be willing to change. You must be willing to transform into the image of glory and to be conformed into the image of Christ. That's your part to conform. Amen. You're holding on to this, but you must let it go so that the image of Christ can come forth. You get tiny results, amen, because of the grace of God and His love for the people, amen, you get, you get tiny results, but once you learn to loose and to allow the Lord, you will get His results, amen, and so that's what the Lord is teaching His people, amen, there's some things which heaven will display, which is foolishness to the world, and it should not be foolishness to the church. There's some things which heaven can display. You've never seen it before. They said of Jesus, we've never seen it on this wise. As he healed the sick, raised the dead, cast out the devil. They said, we ain't never seen it like this. So just because you haven't seen it <laughs> doesn't mean it is not the will of God. Maybe. <laughs> Amen. The, the Bible says Eyes, eyes, eyes. The Bible says that you're supposed to have eyes to see, ears to hear, and a heart to comprehend. Amen. That that the ability to see and hear and to comprehend comes from the Lord. Amen. The things which God has prepared for those who love him. So God has prepared things for those who love him, but you must have eyes to see. Ears to hear and a heart to comprehend. So the operation, faith in the operation of God, in the working of the Lord, God has already worked. We talked that many times. And so anytime that God does a work, amen, it is a work that he has already done. It is a removal of a lie, amen. If you can understand that the works of Satan are lies, amen, because the Lord has given you a covenant of redemption, amen, by these exceeding great and precious promises. We are partakers of the divine nature, amen, everything that is of the Lord we are able to receive, amen. We're not sinners, amen. We are not fleshly, amen. We're talking about the spirit man, the heart, being able to comprehend and receive the things of God. Amen. In Psalms. I'm gonna to have to catch up. <laughs> Amen. Psalms. Chapter Twenty Four. Psalms. Chapter twenty-four, verses three. Three through ten. It says, who may ascend into the heel of the Lord and who may stand in his holy place? He who has clean hands and a pure heart, who has not lifted up his soul to an idol, nor sworn deceitfully, he shall receive the blessing from the Lord and righteousness from the God of his salvation. So the Lord will give you his blessing and he will give you righteousness, which is the righteous state, the blessed state. Amen. It is reserved for those who have clean hands and a pure heart. Those who appear before the Lord. In other words, the Bible says, they that hunger and thirst for righteousness shall be filled. Amen. So you must spend time in the presence presence of the Lord. Now, a lot of people won't teach you this, but you must spend time in the presence of the Lord. (coughs) Excuse me. You must spend time in the presence of the Lord. And the Bible talks about that you're not lifted up your soul to an idol. An idol is the thing that people lust after. So, it's a capsule definition to esteem the things of this world as an answer and a desire of yours. Amen. And so, the ability. To cultivate the presence of the Lord is not to regard idols. <laughs> Man, to say, You are God, and I desire you and to be and to be in your presence, who has not sworn deceitfully. He shall receive the blessing of the Lord and the righteousness from the God of his salvation. This is Jacob, the generation of those who seek him, who seek your face. So we're supposed to seek the Lord like Jacob and seek the Lord's face like Jacob. Jacob's wrestled with the angel of the Lord. So in essence, he saw the Lord face to face. The only way to see the Lord face to face is to see the Lord through the glory. Amen. And so you pursue, you seek after the Lord's glory, the Bible says, and immortality, which is eternity, that which pertains to eternal life, has greater weight than the temporary life. So you've made a decision that which pertains to the kingdom of God is greater that which pertains to eternal life is greater amen and then in verse 7 beginning with verse 7 it says lift up your heads o you gates and be lifted up you everlasting doors and the king of glory shall come in who is the king of glory the lord strong and mighty the lord mighty in battle lift up your heads o you gates lift up your everlasting doors and the king of glory shall come in. Who is the king of glory? The Lord of hosts is the king of glory. Selah. And so you're supposed to allow the king of glory to come in by lifting up your heads, O you gates. In other words, the Lord is coming. The conquering king has vanquished the foes, amen, the devil, throughout the land. And so you're supposed to celebrate the Lord by opening those ancient gates of the city. Amen. The Bible says you are like a city. So you open up those gates to allow the King of glory to come in. He's coming with his glory and you celebrate the Lord. You praise and worship the Lord, the King of glory. Now the scriptures are connected. The first scripture about, you know, who, who shall appear before the Lord in his holy heel and this opening up the gates to allow the King of glory to come in. Amen. Lift up your heads, O your gates. Lift up your everlasting doors and let the King of glory come in with all his might and with all his glory. So you allow the Lord to come in. Amen. The Lord is your answer. The Lord is your solution. The Lord is your conquering King. And so this is really deeper than that. The, the the Lord is, he is full of splendor and glory. So this is the image. The, the Lord is full of splendor. The Lord is glorious. And so you have to see him full of splendor, royal, <laughs> amen, high, amen. And you allow the king of glory, ay, 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 hopla, sibro, koshimbro bravoshka. You allow him to come in, amen. And so in part, is your heart. It entails your heart, amen, the ability, amen, to know that the Lord is greater. He does exceeding, abundantly above all that we are able to ask or think. And so it is that mindset that he is the greater one. I, I need what he brings. I need who he is. And so you honor the Lord. You glorify the Lord. That's how you allow him to come in. Amen. You give him, you give him that place. Praise God is what, what you allow. Amen. And and this is a little bit um, extensive passage of scripture, but I want to read the whole thing if so that you can kind of get the picture in Psalms 45. Psalms 45 verses 1 through 11. I want you to see this conquering king. I want you to see Jesus. I want you to see what the Lord intends. Amen. Because most people can identify with the blessing, but there is another aspect that the Lord wants to do. Amen. It is a force multiplier is what the Lord told me. It is the extension of the blessing. A force multiplier. Amen. It says, my heart is overflowing with a good theme. I recite my composition concerning the king. My tongue is the pen of a ready writer. You're fairer than the sons of men. Grace, this is speaking of Jesus. Grace is poured upon your lips. Therefore, God has blessed you forever. Gird your sword upon your thigh. O mighty one, with your glory and majesty. So I I want you to see this. Here's the conquering king, but most people don't see Jesus like this. Gird your sword on your thigh. O mighty one, with your glory and your majesty. And in your majesty ride prosperously because of truth, humility, and righteousness. And your right hand shall teach you awesome things. Your arrows are sharp in the heart of the king's enemies the people fall under you. <laughs> Amen. Let me look, we wrestle not against flesh and blood. So I got I got to clear this up but spiritually speaking there's an intention of the Lord not only to bless you but the Bible says that the arrows Jesus arrows are in the heart of the enemy. The so guys God wants to fulfill his word he wants to bless you he wants to deliver you but there's another side god wants to vanquish the enemy who is vanquished you must allow the lord to destroy the enemy remember it is your part is faith and entering into the rest but it's also a type of heart Amen, that the that the Lord can use to vanquish the enemy. It says, your throne, O God, is forever and ever, and a scepter of righteousness is the scepter of your kingdom. You loved righteousness and hated wickedness. Therefore, God, your God, has anointed you with the oil of gladness more than your companions. So we are in Christ. I want you to see this. Everything that it says about Greek, about Jesus, it happens to us as we are in Christ. So we also, we love righteousness and we hate wickedness and God releases the anointing of gladness, the oil of gladness which raises us up above our companions as it raised Jesus up. All your garments are scented with myrrh and aloes and cassia out of the ivory palaces which have made you glad. King's daughters are among your honorable women and at your right hand stands the queen in the gold of Ophir that's the church, the virtuous church that's the virtuous woman, the virtuous bride. listen old daughter, consider incline your ear forget your own people also and your father's house. that means once you're joined unto the Lord don't go back to your old house <laughs> amen don't esteem your family, greater than the Lord. So the King will greatly desire your beauty. Now your beauty is shining forth. That inner beauty of the meek and quiet spirit is shining forth. It says, because he is your Lord, worship him. So this is what I want you to see. There's, there's two aspects of the word of God. Amen. The Bible says the word of God is quick. And powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing to the dividing asunder of soul and spirits and joints and marrow. Soul and spirit, joints and marrow. And it is a discerner of the purposes and intents of the, the heart. And all things are bare and open unto him to whom we must give an account. Amen. And so the word of God is as a two-edged sword. A sword wielded by the spirit of God. And so God has called you to receive a blessing. God has called you. But on the other hand the Lord desires not only to bless you but to vanquish the enemies in your ay 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 enemies plural the enemies in your in your life amen and so it is a type of heart which allows the Lord to do that amen your faith your heart determines how much the Lord can do. He not only wants to bless you, but to punish the devil for touching you. So you you don't understand the devil touched you. You you, you don't get it. You don't understand how much the Lord loves you. Amen. But you must allow the Lord to deal with the enemy that touched you. The Bible says, Touch not my anointed, nor do my holy prophets any harm. He touched you. (laughs) Now you must allow, yes, receive your blessing, but you must allow the Lord to deal. It's, It's another level the Lord is showing me of operation, operating with the Lord. Before Jesus died upon the cross, there was a written judgment against you before Jesus died upon the cross. After his crucifixion, the written judgment is against the devil. Amen. So there's no more written judgment against you as long as you're in Christ Jesus. The blessing that God bestows upon Jesus, he bestows upon you. Everything that pertains to Jesus. You are heirs of God, co-heirs with Jesus Christ. Amen. You're able to flow if you're able to flow with Jesus. Jesus says, I'm going over here. (laughs) <laughs> amen, and you must be willing to go. It's just like Elijah before he released the mantle and the blessing and the double portion to Elijah. He said, I'm going over here. And I found that to be the case that you can just live your life that I don't know if I ever told this testimony before, but the I found out that the Lord, part of the word of God was to fill you with the Holy Spirit, with the evidence of speaking in tongues. I had Received some some literature, I believe, from Kenneth Hagin, along those those lines, and I was working at a factory, amen. And I heard the Lord speak to me, he, because I read through the pamphlets through and through and saw this was the will of God. The Lord said to me, He says, now that you know this, He says, what you gonna do? <laughs> I don't know if the Lord talked to you like that. I said, Lord, it'd be one thing if I didn't know. I said, but now I know the only thing I can do is be filled with the Holy Spirit and everything. And I can see the Lord saying, you answered well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Amen. And so that I took that, that same literature and there was a little prayer in the back to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Amen. I called upon the name of the Lord. And I prayed that prayer. Nothing happened. I called upon the name of the Lord. I prayed that prayer and nothing happened. That was one day. Man, that second day, Amen. Called upon the name of the Lord, I prayed that prayer. Something hit me like fire from heaven. Something blasted me. Rivers of living water. I had to be. I had to be thirsty. Amen. The Lord had to get me to the place of being thirsty. I thought. I thought I knew. Amen. That first day, you know, through those first couple of prayers. Amen. That I, I remember, yes, 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 Lord, I remember. I did get a little frustrated, like, I want this. <laughs> and the Lord gave it to me and said, that's the way the Lord operates, amen. Jesus hollered that, if anybody thirsts, let them come unto me and drink, hallelujah, and out of their belly shall flow rivers of living water, amen, that he spake of the Holy, the Holy Spirit. Beyond the veil, amen. Beyond where you are, amen. You think you're all right, amen. You're good, amen. You're you're not a a, a blazing sinner, amen. But there's a place where God wants you to get and that that place you should not be satisfied, amen, where you are. Okay, St. John chapter 16. St. John chapter 16. Okay, so the devil is judged. So I'm gonna go through these very quickly and you can read these in your um, private time, amen, your devotional time. Jesus says that um, the Holy Spirit, that he reproves the world, amen, of judgment. So I'm, I'm continuing verse 11, because the prince of this world is judged. So the devil is judged that the Lord reproves the world of judgment, amen. So he switched the whole deal about judgment, hallelujah, because the devil is judged, the Bible says. And then in Psalms 149, Psalms 149, verses six through nine. Psalms 149 verses six through nine. It says, Let the high praises of God be in their mouth and a two-edged sword in their hand, to execute vengeance on the nations and to punish, and punishments upon the peoples, to bind their kings with chains and their nobles with fetters of iron to execute on them the written judgment. Dishonor have all his saints praise the Lord. So like I said, scriptures like this is not talking about praying against people. This is talking about dealing with devils. So you deal with devils by having the high praises of God in your mouth. What is the high praises of God? Where heaven meets your heart. Amen. It is, it is like what he's what saying, singing to the Lord a new song. So the high praises, that means above. High means above. Let the high praises, you can praise in your understanding and even praising in the spirit, but the the Lord can catch you up where he will give you a praise from heaven. And so this is how we deal with the devil. Amen. Let the high praises of God be in your mouth. And a two-edged sword in their hand. So that's talking about the word of God. The two-edged sword cuts both it cuts both ways. Amen. So the high praises of God and the the word of God. So that two-edged sword is the sword. I don't want to get ahead of myself. It's the sword of the spirit or the sword that the spirit wields, Amen. So a lot of people approach the word, but the Lord is nowhere in it and the Holy Spirit is nowhere in it. And so the Holy Spirit can help you to recall the word. The Holy Spirit can give you what word you need. The Holy Spirit can anoint. If you If you have chosen a word to deal with something that the devil is trying to put on you, amen. The Holy Spirit can't anoint that if your heart be true, amen. And so the written judgment now is against the devil. So God not only wants to bless you, but he wants to destroy, pulverize the works of the devil. In other words, not just to heal you, to get rid of cancer, in your family, your generation. Doctors, they always ask, does this run in your family? No. <laughs> Man, I'm the generation of the upright. Amen. No, it does not run in my family. <laughs> Amen. So that's what though a greater work, the works that I do, you should do also greater works than these, because I go into the Father. Now I want to get this. I know my time is spent, but I have to give an example. In Job chapter one, the book of Job chapter one, verses one through three, Job chapter one, verses one through three, there was a man in the land of Uz, whose name was Job, and that man was blameless and upright, one who feared God and shunned evil. So this is the heart. One who fears God and hates evil is a heart that God can use to execute judgment against the devil. That's that's God's desire. Amen. That nothing happens in a vacuum. If the devil touches you, God wants to deal with the devil. (laughs) Amen. A lot of people don't want to deal with the devil. Oh, I don't want to deal with the devil. I don't don't want to know. (laughs) I don't want to get off. Without discernment of spirit, me and my wife would see things in the spirit. People say, I don't want to know. <laughs> I don't want to know what y'all saw in the spirit. Amen. Verse 2, seven sons and three daughters were born to him. And his possessions were 7,000 sheep, 3,000 camels, 500 yoke of oxen, 500 female donkeys, and a very large household. So this man was the greatest of all the people of the east. So Job was truly blessed. Amen. And so to to just congest what happened, the devil came and and took everything away. In Job 1 verse 7, verses 7 through 11. And the Lord said to Satan, from where do you come? And Satan answered the, the Lord and said, from going to and fro, On this earth and from walking back and forth on it. Then the Lord said to Satan, have you considered my servant Job? There's none like him on all the earth, a blameless and upright man, one who fears God and shuns evil. So Satan answered and said, answered the Lord and said, does Job fear God for nothing? Have you not made a hedge round about him around his household and around all that he has on every side. So it, it's time for Job to expand spiritually. Amen. God is setting the devil up. Amen. It says in verse 11, but now stretch out your hand and touch all that he has, and he will surely curse you to your face. So what does the devil want to do? The devil wants you to turn your back on God. Amen. To go to hell with him, to curse God before his face. Amen. And so the force multiplier, Job's love, fear, and loyalty to God allows the force of God to be executed. Now, this may be another message, but this this is what I'm going to say very, very quickly so you can get a gist because I, I brought you here and I, and I got to summarize a little bit. Matthew eleven twelve 12 says, the kingdom of heaven suffers violence, and the violent take it by force. Force means to strike. And so God, not only, the, the word of God is seed that will produce. Amen. The, the Bible says, "Sow sows the word. The Bible says, the rain and snow comes down from heaven and returns not thither." So is God's word. It does not return unto him void. It prospers anything wherein to sent it. He said it. God is not mocked. What a man sows, he will reap. So you will get what you have sowed, you will reap. That's the seed. That's the seed side. The word, the word will produce. Amen. But the combination of love, fear, loyalty, and faith equals the zeal of God. Like I said, this may be another message. The zeal of God is, is the force that strikes. Amen. That the disciples remembered when Jesus cleared out the temple, the scripture in Psalms, it says the zeal for my uh, father's house has consumed me as Jesus with force. He cleared out, he cleared out that temple and no one was able to resist him and no one was able to stand against him. Amen. Isaiah 9:7 at the end it says the zeal of the Lord of hosts shall perform this. Amen. So you see, I'm 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 going into another area, but it's all part and parcel. It's, it's, it's all the same that when you work with God, your heart must be consumed. You must be one with the Lord by the Holy Spirit. That the thing that anger the Lord. Angers you the things that anger the Lord angers you, but you have no righteousness of force within yourself. It is it is a work of the Holy Spirit that allows the Lord to strike the enemy. Amen. And so I just decree this word many of God's people that they have been pummeled by the enemy. Amen. And that they've been tired and they dragged themselves as it were out of the battlefield they dragged themselves out of the the sea amen where they were extending effort to move with the fir, with the current holy ghost to move with the flow hallelujah and so they had to drag themselves out god says i am bringing unto you a note of victory a word of victory amen For I shall clothe you. The the, the Bible says that the zeal shall be the coat. The zeal shall be the cloak in Isaiah 59, 19. That means that the zeal shall be the mantle. You read it. Isaiah 59, around there. It talks about the armor of God being upon Jesus. And then in Ephesians, Chapter six, it talks about the whole arm of God being upon you. The arm of God that was upon Jesus comes upon you as you are under his mantle, under his coat. Amen. The same things that pertain to Jesus pertain to you. And so the zeal shall be that, that a mantle, amen. the mantle of operating under under the Lord Jesus, Amen. And so, Father God, I thank you, Amen, that you do exceeding abundantly above all that we are able to ask or think. That your word not only releases the blessing that comes from the gentle rains that fall upon it, Amen, but also Ramachanta from the spirit side, the Holy Spirit is able to wield a sword to kovoromashatau, to pulverize the works of the devil. We see a thing of the kingdom of God in operation in this earth. We see a thing beyond ourselves. We see a thing of the blessing that goes forth from generation to generation by the force of God. Father, I thank you, hallelujah, that your zeal is the force multiplier Amen. Job was doubled. Amen. All that he lost, God, you restored unto him and you dealt with the devil. You gave him double. Even his children, Kobo Ramashantah, were new. They were made anew. Amen. That they honored and feared the Lord previously, before the devil took them out. They did not fear the Lord. Amen. And it was Job's heart, amen, that allowed the Lord to release a sword against the devil. Thank you, Father, for that word in Jesus' name. Thank you for listening to the Christ Be Glorified Ministries audio podcast. For more information, visit ChristBeGlorifiedMinistries.com and you can also follow us on Facebook under Christ Be Glorified Ministries. Thank you so much and God bless you.